Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Handle on the news. And now, here's Bill Handel. Hi, AM uh, 640. Good morning, everybody. Handel here and uh, the morning crew. Wednesday, September 7th. Uh, lots of good news. Uh, no uh, flex alert. Didn't happen. No rolling blackouts. Well, there was a flex alert, but there's no rolling blackouts anywhere. The system was able to withstand the heat. And record demand in terms of uh, kilowatts or megawatts, but also because, oh, Cal ISO has a little thing up their sleeve that they don't really tout too much, which is they can make a declaration that they call an energy emergency alert three, which allows them to fire up some emergency power sources. As a matter of fact... Which is the uh, last step before the, the rolling blackouts. Okay, let's do this. Uh, quick hello and uh, then get started. Uh, hello, Wayne. Hello, Bill. Hello, Alex. Hi. Hi. Hello, Tyler. Hello, Bill. And hello, Jason Middleton in this week. Good morning, Bill. Uh, here we go. Handle on the news. Lead story. Which Wayne just did, and did a far I better job. You were getting into it, yeah, and did a far better job than I could have done. So uh, Wayne greatly appreciated. Um, the uh, you're right. The system actually can stand it. The system is uh, fairly well designed, and Cal ISO does as good a job as any agency out there. Now they're not as good as the DMV. Uh, when you're standing in line or waiting for six hours. Dare to dream. Uh, yes, that's correct. And they're certainly not as good as, uh, for example, the franchise tax board that will put you in jail in like 30 seconds if uh, you don't pay your state taxes. Uh, but pretty good. Cal ISO is pretty good. So anyway, we're uh, yesterday was going to be the hottest day. Uh, Jason, uh, do you happen to have the temperature? Uh, ready to go for today, the forecast? Yeah, the forecast, inland 103 to 108 in the IE. That seems to be the hottest today. A little bit of a cooling from, from yesterday. Some other records set around the state yesterday, too. 109 in San Jose, 112 in Sacramento. Yeah, well, as far as Sacramento and San Jose, let them eat cake. Fair, you know, fair we, yeah, it's it's Southern California we care about. Exactly. Yeah, we're cooling off a little bit. But like you said yesterday, it's marginal. Is there a difference between 105 and 107 if you're outside of your car and you're, you know, having to go someplace, like maybe across uh -huh. a parking lot? 
I tell you, the megawatt usage was, what, a couple of thousand megawatts yeah. more than was uh, originally said that it was going to happen, that the uh, CalISO produced the electricity. So uh, good news all the way around, which means, oh, do we have, we don't have a flex alert for today, do we? No, we do. It's the eighth straight day for a flex alert. Oh, yes, okay. Starts at what, four o'clock? That's correct. Four o'clock to nine o'clock. Now, yesterday, of course, that emergency alert came in at seven o'clock on your phones. And by eight o'clock, we had seen a significant dip. And that's why we were able to avoid those rollouts. Uh, yeah, rolling back. I got that. I thought it was an amber alert. I did too. I did too. Uh, the Fairview fire, there was a, an, a live news conference happening right now. They have confirmed that the fire is up to 5,000 acres outside of Hemet. Uh, they also confirmed the two deaths that we have been reporting. Now it's official. They were found inside of a vehicle as well. The fire is still contained at 5%. It didn't spread as much overnight as they had first expected, and we are still monitoring this as we go ahead. So um, far, so good on the fires. We don't have any explosive, insanely huge fires. Right. And the one in Big Bear is up to about 930 acres, I believe. I don't have it in front of me, but I'll find that and I'll have it in my next news report. But also that's away from structures as well. Yeah, and that's a drop in the bucket. I mean, 900 acres, uh, I don't even think would be particularly newsworthy, but for the heat, the dryness uh, that, that, all, that we're reporting. And for, in this case, you're talking about the Radford fire, mm -hmm. the fact that there are evacuations in place and they actually added some evacuations yesterday they had some areas they said hey you should evacuate monday yesterday they added more so it's, i think this is more a statement on uh where houses are being built than it is anything else because over the years we've reported that houses are getting closer and closer to fire areas and that's where people want to live and that's where developers want to go and that's where building and safety and zoning comes in because certainly cities and counties want the tax base uh, and uh, and people want and people want affordable housing right and, and, and people uh, like to live at the edge of nature can i make an interesting observation hopefully it's interesting we the reality is we keep moving closer to the dangers hmm. and yet it feels like the dangers keep getting closer to us when you hear about, oh, homes are threatened and we think, oh, these fires, they're encroaching closer and closer to where people live. But it's that we keep moving closer to where the fires break out. Yeah. And, and they're building, building developments out oh, those yeah. areas. One that I just read about, uh, Tiki Torch Village. Oh, no. Mm. Which uh, I would probably stay away from, uh, you know, just... Saying the premium is alone there. The insurance premiums alone will probably not be a benefit there. Um, we do have an incremental uh, news uh, advancement in the abduction of the Memphis jogger. She disappeared on Friday, of course. Uh, the authorities are calling it an isolated attack by a stranger. Several of Ms. Fletcher's relatives were in the courtroom along with more than 20 media members yesterday as the person arrested uh, denied that he could afford the $510,000 bond or could afford a lawyer. Well, I mean, certainly he'll get a uh, defense counsel. I mean, that that's mm -hmm. a, sort of a given. Mm -hmm. And $500,000 bail is effectively no bail. Uh, and I've always wondered, and uh, Wayne, uh, jump in on this. I've always wondered what no bail versus bail uh, uh, issues you mean are. No, no bail versus prohibitively high right. bail or, that is functionally or, or, no bail. Or reasonable bail that can actually be made. You know, if they want to make sure that uh, people uh, who have tons of money uh, end up showing up, 
uh, then the bail becomes astronomical. Uh, if you're talking about uh, bail for someone of, of this uh, ilk financially, uh, half a million dollar bail is effectively no bail, and then there is no bail. Uh, but he so, should be he should be held on no bail. You would think because, so because you're talking about one half of why you have bail, which is to ensure somebody right. comes back to court. But the other thing is, if someone's dangerous then really either you have a super high bail that they can't make or you just say no bail for you. How is this guy not at the very tippy top of a dangerous person? And that's my question. And, and, you know, as I look at this, uh, it makes no rhyme or reason as to the way judges set bail, the amount of bail, say no bail. Uh, it, It doesn't make any sense, does it? No, you often you often get weird decisions like five million dollars bail for somebody who embezzled from his bank. And then a guy like this who I mean, come on, given the evidence that we have, you you and I are allowed to take the presumption of innocence and put it over there for a second. He abducted a stranger and killed her. And and there's bail and it's not yeah. even a million dollars bail. Mm. Now, you could say, well, what you do is you make it look nice. You know he can't make that bail anyway. And then you get to say, hey, we're not hitting people with excessive bail right. over here. And, uh, well, there should be a It's bail. almost a setting of bail has become political. Right. Of course it has. And then the presumption of innocence. Everybody says it. When someone is arrested on a crime, who presumes that person innocent? Nobody. Yeah, I mean, well, nobody. it depends. I think it depends on what you know about it. Because some, if you just know somebody was arrested, you it, might go, I don't know what happened, really. Yeah, except here that we pres- have a lot. We have a lot of information right. about his history. He's got a history of this kind of bad behavior and what and, and what the evidence is. All I'm saying is the when someone is arrested and charged, the presumption disappears. They might as well call it uh, the flying pig concept of presumption. And uh, the news is sponsored, uh, brought to you care of uh, the what else? What else do they say? Uh, brought to you, sponsored by um, proudly hey. supported. So yes, proudly supported uh, here uh, in front of uh, here I am in front of the uh, Night Law Group microphone, uh, and uh, looking at uh, well, strangely enough, looking at uh, the Night Law Group monitors. If uh, you think you uh, have a lemon, if you think your car might be a lemon, call 844-43-LEMON, 844-43-LEMON. Would you say the Knight Law Group are the law, uh, lemon law experts? I would. Because I sure would. Yes, they are. Thank you for saying that. I didn't, I missed that part of it. Okay. I, boy, did they get their money's worth today. Or not. Oh, yeah, or not. Depending on your... Yeah, depending on how you view your it. perspective. Uh, <laughs> the judge who ordered a special master to go through the documents seized from Mar-a-Lago is facing criticism by people who say it was a bad ruling and she shouldn't have done it and she's giving him uh, Donald Trump's special treatment because he's a former president. Which that part seems to be true in the sense that his status as a former president did figure into her thinking. Yeah, she wrote about it. She said, "She said, look, if a he, here's the thing that's at the core of this. Let's say they got things they shouldn't have, 
and there's nobody to go, nobody objective or independent to go through it and say, hey, this is no good. And then they get an indictment based at least in part on things they never really should have had. That's bad. Now, she's saying, and this is where I do think it's controversial, she's saying, and it's especially bad for somebody who's a former president, that it's even worse of an injustice somehow. And that's where I think people are saying, well, why? what about just a regular plumber or somebody? Isn't it just as bad? And isn't that person just as entitled to this? Well, uh, no, no plumber is above the law. Uh, first of all, we know that. Uh, whether the president does his own plumbing or not, this is, this analogy is not working. No, but let's not. Yeah, let's not plunge too deeply. In Very well said. Uh, however, I want to point something out. Uh, the the uh, if you want to call it a bombshell, uh, that oh, it's a good word. Uh, that uh, the latest that's come out is uh, that it's been released. News has been released that one of those documents had. Uh, information had intelligence on the nuclear capability of a foreign country. Now we're talking into another area where does the FBI, does the intelligence community say, hey, we're now talking about stuff that we can't wait uh, to deal with. Now it's national security. Now we're talking some pretty serious stuff. Right. This is not uh, photos of Donald Trump with his family or uh, even uh, intelligence about what's going on uh, in the country that is not going to affect national security. These are nuclear uh, secrets uh, or at least intelligence about capability that whatever country has. I think I think the argument is that supersedes virtually everything. Uh, and so, therefore, you would say no special master simply because it's a delay yes. in a situation that you see as so urgent that yes. you do not want any unwarranted delays. That is correct, especially since uh, the uh, naming of the special master in and of itself is highly unusual, and there would be no constitutional issue whatsoever uh, if the judge had gone the other way. Let's move on. Steve Bannon, former advisor to President Donald Trump, is expected to surrender to prosecutors tomorrow because um, in the federal case accused of defrauding donors using the money for personal expenses after the We Build the Wall campaign. Yeah, he raised $25 million for the purpose of building the wall, and according to the charges, he diverted a million of it for personal use. Hmm. Sex, drugs, if, rock and roll, which I'm not accusing him of, by the way. If uh, you're just listing certain things yes. that sometimes people divert money for. Um, if they can prove what they're alleging against him, if so, he's guilty of garden variety greedy fraud. Now, the feds can't get him because Donald Trump, when he was president, pardoned him. Mm -hmm. And so the investigation was put together, and now the Fed's hands are tied. But the state of New York is not in any way limited right. in going after him, and it looks like that's what's going on here. And a quick point. If it turns out uh, that Donald Trump is uh, reelected in 2024, other than the state issues, you will see a blanket pardon for every single person that was there at the Capitol— that was charged, 800 and something people that were charged and or have been convicted. 
Uh, it's, he even said, everybody gets pardoned, bargained, uh, pardoned, because he even said, these are patriots. He could issue, he should just issue a um, total opt-out pardon. Everybody, every single person is pardoned. The Department of Justice can ask me to unpardon certain people if I agree. Yeah. So it's check this box with civil liberties kind of thing? Like yeah. Unchecked? Okay. Cool. Um, well, they're playing really hardball politics in South Carolina over abortion. Specifically, they have a they have a bill in place, a proposed abortion ban, and they're playing games, political games, about whether there should be an exception for rape and incest. And what I mean by playing games is you have Democrats on this uh, committee, the Senate Medical Affairs Committee in South Carolina, who could have said, oh, no, 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 we're not going to let this bill go forward if there's no exception for rape and incest. But what they said is, no, let's go ahead and vote to let it go forward so that the debate about rape and incest exceptions has to take place in the full Senate, which that's a full political move. 100%. They want an exception. They could have stopped it now. They think, I guess, that they can embarrass some people. I don't know or in South Carolina. Everybody to be on record. on the record. I don't know how many how many legislators in South Carolina would be embarrassed uh, by uh, excluding rape and incest from an abortion bill. I think if you're of a mind to exclude it, you're not going to be embarrassed about so it at all. all. And it's South Carolina because who's gonna yeah who's gonna say oh I. I I publicly say there should be no exception for rape and incest, but in my heart, I think that that's wrong, that I'm wrong what I'm saying. Who? Nobody is thinks that way. There may be some. Uh, who, you know, I, I disagree. I think that people do. For example, how many Republicans do you think do believe that uh, Donald Trump is, is not uh, doing the country any good, uh, but would never d- uh, dare to say that? Well, I think you're right about not saying anything, not revealing your true feelings. I agree 100 percent. This is this would be people who would come forward and say Donald Trump is awesome. And then in their heart be like, no, he's terrible. Yeah, well, I I feel embarrassed to have said publicly that I support Donald Trump. Or in this case, I feel embarrassed that I publicly said there should be no exception for rape or incest. Yeah, I, I agree. That, w- that will not happen under those circumstances. COVID vaccines are likely to become annual, kind of like flu shots on Wake Up Call a little bit ago. Uh, we had Dr. Simone Wilds on. She's an infectious diseases expert and says um, if you have two arms, it could be a two arms, two shots kind of deal moving forward. They're trying to find a marketing slogan for it. What if you have one arm? Exactly. That's why I said most people whenever I introduced her. And what if you have no arms? Then I'm, I'm sure there are other methods to deliver the necessary vaccines for either the flu or for COVID. In- yeah, but Bill's point, Bill's point is very well taken in terms of these slogans being exclusionary. I was trying to walk away from that, but yeah, I agree. That's, that's well said. I, I, and when it becomes annual, that just, uh, well, what it does is solidify the concept that a that the pandemic has become an endemic. And uh, it's just part and parcel of waking up and, hey, you got to get your flu slash COVID shot. You know, there are shots we have to have no matter what. Uh, certainly when you're young, you know, tetanus shots. Well, you know, I don't know if tetanus is, uh, you have to have it. But certainly uh, measles, rubella, uh, you have to have before you go to school. Polio. Distemper, uh, parvo. 
I mean, you have to have those shots. Otherwise, you don't get into school. 24 different school superintendents in L.A. County sent a letter to the L.A. County Department of Health saying, will you please change your policy on a certain masking thing to match what the state does? Now, the policy has to do with what if you don't have COVID, but you were exposed to someone who has COVID? L.A. County requires you when you come to school to wear a mask for 10 days. The state only strongly suggests that such a person wear a mask. And so these 24 school superintendents are saying, Kate County, will you stop making it mandatory and just make it highly advised like the state? Thank you very much. Look at the numbers. L.A. Uh, unified half a million students. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, you've got 24 uh, actually, yeah, 24 of the 80 superintendents in L.A. County, 80 superintendents, 80 school districts in L.A. County, uh, some of which have like eight kids and uh, others. I wonder which the largest one outside of L.A. County. I mean, that's L.A. County is number two in the country. New York, I think, is 600 or 700,000 students. Yes. So the 24 superintendents represent a little over 100,000 right. students. So it's a minority um, contingent of L.A. County uh, educators. Oh, here's another uh, education story. Yes, it is, except this one involves uh, possible spying. A California teachers union is being accused of spying on parents after emails reveal the union was conducting opposition research on parent groups fighting for schools to reopen during the COVID pandemic. Hmm. None of my emails are in there, by the way. Yeah. I don't even know what to say about that. I don't either. Um, according to emails obtained through a public records request, the union was seeking to uncover some of the ideological leaning of groups that are funding the reopened lawsuits. And what do they do with that? I mean, what do they do with that information? Assuming they get it. Now what? The the happy explanation would be we, we want to know who's thinking what so we can better target our messaging. How about just asking people? But, but all, yeah, but then then you have to go, is that all they want to do? Or do they want to, like, retaliation? Hey, Johnny, we're not going to help you in the classroom because your right. parents, we don't like what your parents said. Uh, yeah. Oh, good news in Jackson. Well, uh, students are back in school in Jackson, Mississippi. Why weren't they in school? Because of that major water crisis where they lost um, pressure in the whole water system and you had no water at all. And then when you did have water, it was brown and disgusting. Now, they fixed the low-pressure problem. They are still under a boil water advisory, but they say students can come to school. The toilets and the sinks will work. The AC might not work. For some reason, I'm not a—maybe I can talk to Dean later— their HVAC systems in their school require interface with the water system. Now, it could be evaporative coolers. Oh, swamp coolers. Okay. Yeah, except, right. uh, you know, I mean, swamp coolers really work well in temperatures like ours where it's dry. Swamp coolers where it is they, humid they don't, don't work, work, in work humid well. in Mississippi, though. Well, in any event, the point is they're saying, now, the AC might be a little wonky, so we're going to have fans Maybe. and things like that. So the classrooms yeah. are comfortable. They're, they're still under boil water. This is uh, yeah. they just let this thing rot. They just wouldn't do. Uh, they wouldn't do maintenance. This is horrible. Flint, Michigan. Are they still bringing in bottled water? Or are they or are they able to drink from the system? Do you know? 
I'm not sure how far along they are in a complete remediation of that problem. I know they've made a lot of progress. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little worried that there's something wrong with you because all this time with the heat wave and everything, you have not once, at least that I've heard, mentioned that it's a... Schwitz? I have. Yes. I, it's not I a haven't Schwitz. heard it. It's not a Schwitz. It's hot, but it's not a Schwitz. Hot, oh, but not I a think Schwitz. it's a Schwitz. It's I not a Schwitz. Well, a- you know what? It has been a Schwitz. You're right. Uh, over the last few days, it has been Schwitzy. Uh, I, hot I, and a Schwitz. Uh, that's correct. Yes, that's fair enough. I'm swimming in my shorts. That is correct. Uh, uh, so thank you for pointing that out. It's hot and the Schwitz. Okay. Okay. All right, let's do it. Uh, finish up handle on uh, the news on this Wednesday morning. Uh, Jason in for Jennifer this week and Wayne and me. 16 people charged in what prosecutors call a massive EBT, electronic benefit transfer fraud scheme that targeted funds intended for families in need. Authorities also seized $130 in cash and more than 300 cloned EBT cards worth about 400 grand. That's according mm-hmm. to the DA's office. Yeah, $130,000 in cash. Well, uh, did I not say this? Yeah, you know, that's okay. I just, uh, everybody knew what you meant. I just wanted to correct you. Oh, okay. Because uh, it's so much fun. Uh, and what makes this a double hit is not only the amount of money that was stolen, it's from the people that needed it to eat. Now, I'm assuming if uh, the judge looking at this in terms of sentencing is just going to go berserk and go, come on. And you're going to see the the uppermost limit of what the judge can give, I would think. One would hope. Mm-hmm. Are drug dealers targeting your children with candy-colored fentanyl pills? The DEA says, yes, they are. I say, no, they're not. That's stupid. Drug dealers do not target children because children don't have a lot of money. Good point. To buy drugs. And drug dealers are in the drug trade to make money. So this is that, you know, panic thing that law enforcement will do sometimes. It is true that they are seizing fentanyl pills that are in an array of colors. They kind of look like uh, sweet tarts, if you will. But you may ask yourself, well, if it's not to target children, what is it for? It could be just the signature of a particular drug dealing enterprise the way that they will sometimes have a have a stamp their own stamp or even mascot that they stamp onto the bricks of their drugs it also could be this and what i'm about to talk about is very upsetting it is possible that the drug dealers are making these candy colored pills not to be sold to children but to be sold to people who might then use them to abuse children to that, give them to a child for very nefarious and upsetting yeah, purposes. but i can't imagine the numbers Maybe. would be big i can't imagine i don't them. think you know you wouldn't be having yeah. this many of them yeah uh, also just uh, in terms of stamping uh the uh various pills to make it look like for example uh make it look like oxycodone and they That's do an, that. Yeah, that is something we were seeing. A yeah, lot of. we saw a lot of that. And to move in this direction, just a quick story, which is uh, just kind of fun if you're talking about drugs. Uh, do you remember Nancy Reagan? Just say no. Her pro uh, her program. Uh, there were a couple of massive cocaine dealers 
uh, that were shipping. And the, what they do is they ship uh, these packages in two kilo packages or one kilo package. They're wrapped up. We've seen all those. And a couple of them had had stamps made that said, just say no, and would stamp them on the package. Branding. Hey, yes, drug drug dealers like to mock. Uh, yes, they do. The people involved in the war on drugs. There were a lot of dare, you know, the dare program. Mm. There, there were a lot of bricks of methamphetamine uh, going around that were stamped dare for a while. Man, branding. Uh, police say a registered sex offender and parolee arrested for allegedly allegedly prowling a San Bernardino neighborhood drew up a map and took notes on the homes where females lived. Neighbors told investigators that. This person had visited the small residential street repeatedly and spent a considerable amount of time watching the movements of those families. Yeah, so he got arrested again, and uh, my guess is uh, he's going to see some uh, fairly serious uh, prison time after that one. Speaking of marketing to kids, Juul, the vape company, has agreed to pay over $438 million in a settlement with 34 states over the way it was marketing its vaping products, uh, specifically the states saying that Juul was marketing them in a way to try to make younger people get into it. Yeah. And uh, they, they're they paying. Uh, and, uh, and again, not accepting any liability. We've done nothing mm -hmm. wrong. It's a business decision. And we rather pay $434 million than pay for attorneys. To represent us. Uh, that gives us two two reasons. Number one, uh, their attorneys are making a whole lot of money where it's cheaper to pay $434 million. Or, gee whiz, that's just a statement they throw away. Uh, nope, we're not accepting any liability whatsoever. And that's because individual lawsuits, if they accept liability, that case is over. They've already admitted that they have done wrong and therefore any individual suing uh, or a county or a company uh, or a city suing, this is a state issue, uh, it would only be damages. There'd be no trial. Another angle on the keeping attorneys employed thing. Um, Theranos founder Elizabeth Holmes is seeking a new trial after alleged regrets of some of the key witnesses. Uh, they call her a disgraced Theranos founder. Elizabeth Holmes called for a new trial yesterday after a key witness for prosecutors said he had done something wrong yeah. during his during his testimony, during his testimony. OK, what? The, I mean, she has to be a little more specific about that. Right. Also, even if that's the case, uh, there's something called harmless error uh, or it's uh, it, the witness was such that even if the judge threw out that testimony, was everything else so overwhelming uh, that it wouldn't have changed it. So uh, we'll see. You know, uh, we need more specificity than that. All right, guys, we're done with the news. Uh, coming up, uh, what's going on with schools all over the country in terms of uh, classroom safety? Boy, things have changed after the last few shootings, haven't they? This is KFI AM 640 Live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. 